1: Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Washington football team nation. What is up week five? What is going on y'all? This is the Tay and Tom Washington football podcast. Thank you for listening. Tay,
0: this is going to be a very, very interesting week. (laughs) And then the week following it is going to be even more interesting based on how the game goes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so before we get to the Rams game and Kyle Allen and and all of that, uh, I want to just briefly touch on some things that this week since Dwayne was benched that have kind of come out I mean, whatever, that, that are being talked about, right? Okay, so you've seen that one report that he was kind of – it kind of rubbed some people in the organization or players the wrong way that he was kind of bragging about his stats after the Ravens or something along those lines, okay? Then you had that some people or at least one player had told him he needs to kind of work a little harder. He was being outworked by Alex Smith, who was showing up earlier. Kyle Allen was working harder on warm-ups. And then you have him, which is, this is not speculation, is the fact that he unfollowed the Washington football Team Instagram, and it seems like Twitter, social media platforms. Talk to me about that, Dave. One, the first two, do you, like, believe? And then just if you do or if you don't, or the organization or the player, but just talk to me about all of that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to give a um... – uh, a Belichick answer and say, honestly, <laughs> I really don't care about what, you know, <laughs> other people are saying <laughs> yeah. at this point. I'm just trying, I'm ready to move on, man. I'm ready to see, uh, I'm ready to see what Kyle Allen is. I'm, I'm getting tired of these reports coming out. It always seems like it always happens when, you know, Good stuff job. like this, when the player gets benched. And mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I can care less. I think Kyle Allen deserved the job just by what everyone has said and the reports that are are coming out. And I think he deserves an opportunity to show us what he has and let's try to win this division.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, very very politically correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, I just think all along we've known that there was definitely some, like, growing up that had to happen with Dwayne, which I think he made strides in. But I think he just still has some strides to make. I don't know about the other stuff. The unfollowing on social media stuff is kind of weird, but – like you said, I'm ready to move on. I know my question just now didn't really seem like I was ready to move on, but I am ready <laughs> to move on. That was that was it. We're we're moving on now for as long as we can. St. Louis Rams, Kyle Allen, and what Los maybe, Angeles. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one is kind of harder for me. Los <laughs> Angeles Rams, the Los yeah. Angeles Rams. They've been there for a few years now, too.
1: Yeah,
0: Take yeah. <laughs> Take two, Los Angeles Rams. Kyle Allen in what may be some ugly weather. So it's funny to say the Rams are three and one. Can you guess who their three wins have come against? Or do you already know?
1: Yeah. NFC East, of course, <laughs> the worst division in football.
0: <laughs> yep. Cowboys week one, Eagles week two, Giants week four. Yep. They lost to the Bills. They allowed the Bills to get back into that game. They were down by quite a bit, allowed the Bills to get back into it and come back and win that game. So I'm looking at the the Rams, and they are kind of hard to get a read on right now. Like, you don't know how good they are because the NFC East, like you said, is the worst division in the NFL, and they beat all of them. So did they beat them because they're bad or because the Rams are good? You know? Like – which which side of the coin are you rolling with? Just in your opinion, are the Rams good and they want or the NFC is bad so they want?
1: I want to say the NFC is bad.
0: Okay. So
1: are going to give more fact,
0: credit to the Rams.
1: Com- combined to the fact that they're solid.
0: Yeah, okay. So it's it's like solid versus bad equals yeah, win. That right. I like that. It's like uh it's like algebra. <laughs> it's yeah. like a math equation. <laughs> Okay, so Tay, let's talk about some players. Chase Roulier is actually questionable for Sunday as well, along with yeah. Wes Schweitzer. So you actually may have two new starters on the offensive line. With that, and then, okay, and then Steven Sims is on IR, not playing, right? Which leaves you with Cam Sims, Doncho, and Isaiah Wright, Antonio Gandy Gold. Who are you more concerned about on the Rams defense? Aaron Donald, three and a half sacks this year, uh, like Hercules or Jalen Ramsey potentially shutting down Terry McLaurin leaving you with a question mark on who to throw the ball to. Who are you more concerned about?
1: Well, they have a great defensive coordinator. They they do a lot of they do a lot of scheming, uh disguising blitzes. I know they have Ramsey at middle linebacker sometimes they have him at corner, they have him at safety. And I don't think he'll follow Terry. I think he'll get a chance to to go against Terry. However, if Dwayne Haskins was playing quarterback, I would be more terrified of Aaron Donald. But since Kyle mm-hmm. Allen is at quarterback, I think Ramsey is going to. I'm more afraid of Ramsey this week.
0: Okay, that makes sense, and and that's I think that's a valid point because Kyle Allen, for whatever he he is, he has definitely shown some ability to escape and create out of the pocket. At least if he can anticipate the pressure coming. My thing is if if the Rams are smart, they would have Jalen Ramsey follow Terry McLaurin because if you are a, I think that Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback he'll have faced this year. He's faced some good cornerbacks. And I'm not doubting his ability to do things against Jalen Ramsey, but if he were able to shut Terry McLaurin down, that you know that's a serious issue because Terry McLaurin is is the offense in terms of receiving weapons. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Aaron Donald though. I just think that if he's left in any one-on-one situations, running, run blocking or pass blocking, but especially pass blocking, if he's ever left in a position where he is going one-on-one against West Martin. Chase Roulier or his backup Wes Schweitzer or his backup that that's an immediate win and immediate pressure pocket collapse and that's a problem Kyle Allen can is capable of creating but but what if he can't on that particular play I'm gonna go with Aaron Donald now let's flip over
1: yeah I'll say not on the fact of creating but getting the ball out quick I think you'll see McKissick Gibson a lot of touches yeah, and, you
0: know, I do hope – because lots of teams have been playing D, uh, man against this team, which, I mean, makes sense, make them beat you, you know, with their ability to run routes and get get open, which some of these guys have struggled with, but some haven't. And I think if they do play more man, like we've seen, that the opportunities are going to be there and that they won't be missed as much uh, as we've seen because just because Kyle Allen has more comfortability in the in the system. So let's switch over to the offense now. The Rams – they, they have some weapons at receiver. I think they're getting off to a slower start, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and those guys, but they've got those weapons. They somehow are actually more of a rushing threat, at least based on how they perform through uh, four weeks. And then you've got Jared Goff, who is, I don't know, he's Jared Goff, right? He doesn't scare you, but you have to respect his game somewhat. All right, so who uh, are you more concerned about uh their passing offense, which let me let me take another look here, which is ranked, I want to say about middle of the league, about 14th or their rushing offense, which is about seven. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah. 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 So their rushing offense is about top top 10 and then their passing is about 14th. So are you more, basically, are you more concerned about Jared Goff, Cooper cut Robert Woods or are you more concerned about Daryl Henderson and their other running backs?
1: I'm not afraid of neither because they play <laughs> they play towards our strength. We stopped the run, and then as far as wide receivers, we, we really haven't had a wide receiver get off on us. However, I am concerned about Tyler Higby, yeah, and, and Everett, the other uh, tight end I believe they I have. have yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that, that's, that, that's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the receivers. I love Cooper Cup. I love Robert Woods. They're all threats, but they don't scare me like some of these other games we've had. We played against some good receivers, but they don't scare me like that. That's, that's why I really think this game is winnable because – I think of the running backs. They don't have a big name running back. They don't have a big name receiver. Cooper Cup, I like Like I said, Cooper Cup is one of my favorite receivers in the league. I was hoping they'd be, been a free agent this year so we can get them.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I, res- I respect their receivers, but the receivers don't scare me. The tight end, I like Higby a lot. I think Higby will give us problems, but I think our corners are solid. That's been one of the best positions. I mean, Darby's has- been playing great. Fuller, two picks last game and a second game back. Moreland. Morrow, you know, so yeah. I'm not I'm not really worried about the run game because that fits into what we want to do. I'm more worried about the scheme as opposed yep. to the players.
0: And that makes sense. You know, I'd be, basically what you're saying is you're more concerned about Sean McVay. Right. Than than any one player. And that's right. a fair point. It's funny because you look at uh, Washington's run defense. All right. Look at it right now. They've given up 519 rushing yards. 129 yards a game, which is about uh, bottom ten in the league. But you look at who they faced, right? They faced Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, weeks two, weeks four, and they each ran on us, right? I mean, they didn't go crazy, but they did. I don't know if I don't know if this is fair. I don't know if we're allowed to do this. But you look at if you take out their rushing numbers, basically, and if you only equate the the runs that have been had by running backs primarily, which is really all uh, that Washington defense has faced. You know, not a lot of end-arounds, or they've defended them well. So if you take out Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray's rushing numbers, then Washington is actually about tied for sixth in rush defense in yards that they've given up. The only reason I'm pointing that out is because they're not facing Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray this week. They're facing Jared Goff, who is not a running threat. And they're also not the Cleveland Browns and what they like to do with the run game. So I think I have a decent amount of confidence in their ability to defend the run against the Rams. I think it's all going to come down to just pressuring Jerry Goff because he's going to get the ball out quick.
1: Very quick.
0: And so, I mean, if he gets the ball out quick, it's about tackling, about covering. But in any situation where you have an opportunity to get pressure on him, that's probably going to be the key to the game here. They've given up six sacks only. So either he's, either he's getting the ball out quick or they're protecting him well. He's only been sacked six times. Washington, of course, has given up – not given up. They have the third most sacks. They face the Eagles, who have the most. So that's why Chase Young coming back is huge, 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 because getting to Goff is going to be, I think, key, because I think they're going to have to throw the ball more to move the ball. Now let's move over to Washington. On defense, where is your biggest concern?
1: Safety. Uh, Safety. And I guess we can go with linebacker. Safety linebacker, biggest concern, only because of the tight ends.
0: Okay, let me do this. Are you more concerned about safety or are you more concerned about Mm, (laughs)
1: linebackers?
0: Conundrum. Safety. I got him. I got him. I got him messed up. Safety. (laughs) Okay. That's, yeah, yeah.
1: Ah, uh, safety, because only because Collins is playing terrible.
0: Yeah, that's 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 something that needs to be addressed. But, yeah, I'd probably say safety, too, just because I I feel like the linebackers, though they've struggled, one, none of them are being paid like Landon Collins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, two, they've had their moments. But it feels like on the back end, Landon Collins and Troy Apke have pretty much struggled all year. Mm-hmm. Miss tackles. Coverage Landon Collins had one interception. Outside of that, there have actually been a number of times where guys were open down the field and, and the quarterback missed the throw. Lamar Jackson missed Hollywood Brown, uh, Carson Wentz missed Jalen Rager, and then you had the Mates. So safety is definitely a concern. <laughs> safety is a huge concern. And honestly, the, you look at the chunk plays that have had that teams have been able to get on the throwing the ball. And they're largely on the safety plate, oh, not yeah. on the cornerbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go with safety, too, between between uh, linebacker and safety. Because I also think that the linebackers are playing the run pretty well, which is yeah, another are, another side way. to it.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: You look at, you know, Nick Chubb and, and what he was able to do, and you see missed tackles by Trey Apkin, Landon Collins. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who really can't afford to miss. They're back there in case the linebackers miss. So – yeah, safety's probably safety's the biggest concern defensively. Offensively, are you more concerned about the offensive line or ooh, yeah, the offensive line or the weapons.
1: I'm going to go with the offensive line. I think the weapons will do well. I mean, Terry's good and Emman's good as far as playing this week. So I, I I'll go O-line. We're banged up on that O-line.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely going to go offensive line because you can, you can find ways to get the ball in the hands of your guys and then they can do some with the ball. We've seen Isaiah Wright do that. There's really, there's, it's good. It's harder to hide the offensive line. And man, they, they are, they are in flux. Offensive line here is, is it's something that needs to be rebuilt. Like the defensive line was. Okay. Now the game is going to be in the hands of Kyle Allen, right? For the most part started off last year. 4-0. 4-0. and Christian McCaffrey is playing well. Defense is playing well. And he was playing well. Didn't throw interception. in First four starts. Seven touchdowns. 900 yards completing 67% of his passes. He fell off, obviously, later on in the season. He had a good game or two in there later on. But he, he fell off. Now he's, he's taking over again. And the question is, is he going to get off to a hot start like he did last year? Or is he going to start off slow?
1: You know, the funny thing is, about, and I'm looking at stats and I'm looking at situation, and this is pretty much the exact same situation he was in last year. That's the funny thing. You know, Carolina was down 0-2, was down 0-2. Yeah. And now we're we're 0-2 and we need a spark. Uh, obviously, um, it was injury reasons why he started. This time it's playing reasons why he started. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and he leaves the charge again. You know, I I would not be surprised. I'm expecting him to come out and just about Kyle Allen, man. He he just talks like a quarterback, just listening to him in the press conference. I'm just like, man, it's like a breath breath of fresh air. You know, like it's just something just something about him. man. I'm not saying he's going to be all good, but he just he makes me confident. I'm confident that he's going to make the right throw. I'm confident that he's going to put touch on the pass. I'm confident he's going to hit the check down. I'm confident in all these things. And it would not surprise me if he starts out fast. And the reason why I say that is because it's a Rams team that's very beatable. The Giants twice and the Cowboys. All teams are losing records besides the Rams. It wouldn't not surprise me if he goes out on a hot streak.
0: So my thing with Kyle Allen is and and we're not, I'm not going back into the past again. I'm just saying so Dwayne Haskins has started 11 games. Kyle Allen has started 13 games in his career. I don't understand why Dwayne who does deserve more opportunities deserves more opportunities. But Kyle Allen, who has started two more games and who has shown more, way, way, way more than Dwayne has shown, doesn't deserve more opportunities, mm-hmm. is just decided that he's not a good player. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Do I think Kyle Allen is the future of the franchise? No. But why is it all settled that he, it's the reason for it is just because he's undrafted and Dwayne's a first round pick. Exactly. So you're saying keep playing Dwayne because of potential, not because of production. Mm -hmm. They said, we want some production. We don't care about potential right now. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think that Kyle Allen is actually, I I think he'll start off at least better than we've seen the last four weeks. For one, you could just kind of feel it or hear it. Maybe it was just me at his press conference. I think he's fired up to get back out on the field because I think he knows that last year he started off well, and then he started Mm -hmm. to struggle. And I think that he's mad about that. He's mad at himself. He knows what he needs to do differently, and he wants to come out and have another chance to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I think that he is definitely going to provide a spark for the offense because he, he just kind of gets the ball out there. He, he makes some good throws. When he started to struggle, you started to see him miss some throws. You started to see him sail some throws. Maybe he was off base because he felt pressure that wasn't there or he should have stood in the face of pressure, just delivered the ball. You started to see some interceptions because he made some poor decisions or he expected guys to win and they didn't win. But he came out firing at all cylinders last year. And I think he's going to come out fired up and prepared again. Um, I think in terms of receiver, I'm not so concerned about what Washington has to offer in terms of guys just being able to get open and catch the ball, whether it be against man or the scheme, against zone, whatever. Logan Thomas is the bigger concern for me because he played with Greg Olson last year. The drop off from Greg Olson to Logan Thomas is pretty significant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I think he's going to start off at least better this week than we'd seen the last four weeks in Dwayne. And then really the, the game that I have circled for me is the Cowboys game, mm-hmm. because that's going to be the worst defense we have faced all year. Mm-hmm. And so I. I, I want to see if Kyle Allen's going to just go out there and start slinging the ball all over the place against the Cowboys. I think Kyle Allen – okay, so how many games do you think he's going to start? Because I was going to say, I think – I'm going to just say I think he'll start the rest of the season, but what do you think? How many games do you think he starts? Uh, man. Uh, you think this is I a think bridge move to Alex Smith?
1: Yeah, yeah it really is. I, I want to say four. I think he's going to get four. Depending on production, if he, if he produces, I, I'm, going, I'm going to give him the rest of the season.
0: So do you think Kyle Allen's performance is much more tied to wins? Like, say if he comes out and he starts off the same way he did last year in his first four games, but they go mm. one and three. Do you think at that point he's getting benched and replaced for Alex Smith if he's playing well, but they're still not winning? Yes and no. Because also the landscape, if you go one and three again, is different. Now you're two and six, and the division's probably not as open as it looks right
1: now. I, I, I just can't see him going to count to Alex Smith. Uh, <laughs> I got a I, weird I, feeling. I got I have a weird feeling that we're going to see Dwayne again before the end of the season. Really, I I really think so. Uh, Rivera said in his press conference today, I'm not, I haven't given up on Dwayne. Yeah, I'm not giving up on him. That's what he said. In, in quotes, in quotation, um, I got a feeling we're going to see him again. Hmm. If 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 Kyle Allen plays bad, let me let me rephrase that. I think I, I don't think Kyle Allen will. I think Kyle Allen's going to do great. I think Kyle Allen will play the whole season. Let's let me clarify that. But if he doesn't play well, I think we'll see Dwayne again before we see Alex. You think so? I think so.
0: Because at that point,
1: why risk? Why risk Alex getting hurt? You know, I think for,
0: mm-hmm. you know. I think that I think we'd see Alex. I think Ron is. He was like, if the doctors say he's good, then he's good. I'm listening to the doctors. I think if Kyle Allen struggles, I think they're going to Alex Smith, which I don't want because, I mean, I don't really know what that does for you, especially if Kyle Allen struggles and they're losing, and then it doesn't look like one division. But I think if Kyle Allen struggles. I think they'll go to Alex Smith, and then at that point, if Alex Smith struggles, which is not out of the realm of possibility because he did struggle in 2018, mm-hmm. like, do you, do you bench him if he struggles? Do you just play him the rest of the year just because he's Alex Smith? It's kind of weird. I, between Dwayne, Kyle Allen, and Alex Smith, I'm fine with watching Kyle Allen or Dwayne play. I have no reason to watch Alex Smith play. Especially if this team doesn't is not in a position to compete
1: anymore. I just think I think Ron is toying with this year. <laughs> He's being very, ex- <laughs> and, and he can do that, and I love it. You know, yeah, I love it can. because I mean we're not going to win, but yeah, why but not sure. try? And at the same token, I mean, let's try to get these guys meaningful snaps. You know, I just why not do it? You know, this is a lockout year. I'm mean, not a lockout. This is a mm. p- pandemic year. Yeah, you're not expecting much. If you do win, everybody's gonna say, Oh, it's a pandemic, you know, and if you lose, they're not going to be mad because it's a pandemic, you know, so mm-hmm. why not, man, this is the year where you can kind of try those things and be experimental with those things. So why not try it? I think we'll see some some strange things. Where we'll question Ron, but I think with him doing it this year, it's going to set us up good for the future. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, people are definitely questioning Ron already. I think the honeymoon phase is over. I, um, I, I think it's fine and fair to question the head coach, but mm-hmm. I'm just not going to question him when he hasn't even been the head coach here for a year just yet. And he and picked thing, up a team a that was 13.
1: He's a two-time head coach of the year. Like, why are you, you
0: know, it's yeah, okay yeah. to question,
1: but come on. I mean, man, also, you, that's...
0: <laughs> I have a lot more confidence in Ron Rivera building this team or, or playing a large role in this team's organization success than in, than in one player and then than in Dwayne as the quarterback specifically.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm look, I'm rolling with Ron. And Ron, we trust. And then as as the years go on, maybe if, if things aren't going so well, then yeah, but it's been four games.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: If Dwayne needs more games, then why doesn't Ron need more games? Why doesn't exactly. Scott Turner need more games? That's just yeah. my opinion. Okay. So are they beating the Rams on Sunday?
1: Yes. They're gonna beat the Rams Sunday
0: if it's raining, that definitely levels the playing field. But I just like how the 49ers game was last year, you know, Mm -hmm. where it just kind of can have a tendency to level things out, which could play a factor. But but I don't know, I don't know. So you say yes, I'm gonna say no, okay? I'm gonna say no just, just because, like, how you said at the beginning, Rams solid, NFC East bad. I'm gonna just roll with that same logic.
1: Okay, my my logic is new quarterback. Everybody rallies around a new quarterback, you know, confidence, play calling, the time difference, flying from L.A. to Washington D.C. I think it's all gonna play a factor, and we may get some excuses. Oh, we travel. I don't care. Let's get this win. and I and I I, I kind of don't think it'll be close. You said you
0: don't think it'll be close.
1: Uh. I, I really I really like our chances. I mean, I mean call me a homer, call me okay. a homer, whatever. But I think I can see like 28-14 hmm, okay. or 28-17, you know, something like that.
0: You know, the interesting thing about Washington's defense also is that they're ranked top 10, like I think seventh overall no. <laughs> uh, in total yards given up. They are ranked one, two, three, four, seventh overall. But in points, they're 28th. And honestly, part of that is because most of the points they've given up have come off for short fields.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So is Kyle going to turn the ball over? If not, then, you know, uh, is is Dustin Hopkins going to miss 53 four-yard field goals? Who knows?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) It would just be nice, though, to see a game where, unlike the Cardinals, where you had the fumble in the end zone, the fumble on the punt, and um, was there a missed field goal in that game? Am I making that up? I can't remember. But that game and then against the Browns, you have three interceptions and the sack fumble. And then against the Ravens, you have
1: the missed, field
0: the missed field goal and you have the fumble and you have the fake punt. It'd be nice to to watch a game. Oh
1: man, that fake punt hurt
0: me. The fake punt definitely hurt. Definitely hurt.
1: That was demoralizing.
0: <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was right before halftime. They got the ball back after halftime.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would be nice to watch a game where this team doesn't make the mistakes to give it away at any point. That's just that would be nice, like they did weeks one week one against Philadelphia no no miss no situations where you put them in in great field position especially multiple times Mm -hmm. that's that's what I want to see all right let's um let's do let's do wins of the week like we did last time Mm -hmm. even if they lose what's what is a win of the week for you
1: a win of the week for me is just seeing Antonio Gibson more of I got a couple of them Antonio Gibson yeah we'll
0: keep going back and forth
1: Yeah, Antonio Gibson being more involved in the offense, and I think he's about really close from exploding. You know, not just 132 all-purpose. I think he's exploding for possibly more. Um, Yeah, so I'll start with Antonio Gibson having a great offensive showing.
0: I think my win of the week would be Chase Young back, playing the full game, looking healthy, staying healthy. Mm -hmm. Even if he doesn't get a sack, which I think if he's out there, he's getting a sack. But even if he doesn't get a sack, just being back and being healthy.
1: One uh, for me would be gotta be it, it has to be Christian and Moses continuing to solidify mainly Christian continue to solidify and yep. continue to develop and show man I like Christian now, he's starting to grow on me I, I I didn't wasn't a fan week one but man each week that's the progress you want to see that each is, week yeah, he had, I each I mean he's not being talked about as much first week yeah second week, get yeah. third week okay fourth week all right he's doing really good so uh, let's, I want to see him continue to develop, and I like that offensive line coach, and I, I want to see him continue to move these guys around and, and push these guys.
0: Yeah, as an offensive lineman, if you're not being talked about a lot, that's a good thing. My win of the week will probably be Isaiah Wright getting touches similar to what he got, um, was it week three, against the Browns, but doing even more with them since mm-hmm. Steven Sims is like out, out. Seeing him get a high number of touches, maybe six, seven touches, and doing even more with uh, with those touches than he did a couple weeks ago. Continuing. Okay, go.
1: another win. Another win for me would be um, pocket presence from Allen. Mm-hmm. mobility, touch passes, all those things. It would be uh, nice to see a I'm touch really, pass. We haven't seen that in man. I, we haven't seen that in a long time, and I'm just looking forward to seeing mobility, not getting tackled. You know, when you can run, and I know, I know, Todd posted some, uh, picked some, some stuff on um, Allen getting away from some from defenders. He can do it. I feel like we're more mobile at the position now than we were <laughs> the first four weeks. So, yeah, um, pocket presence, touch passes, hitting them, and just confidence in the huddle, in and out the huddle. Let's go. That's a win of the week for me.
0: Okay. I think one of the week would be less than five plays that Aaron Donald just completely blows up. <laughs> if he has less than five, that is a win of the week. For yeah. Me. <laughs> more than five is not a win of the week. Uh, you got any more?
1: Yeah, one more for defense, tackling. Okay. I think okay. if we win that, if I feel like that's a win. If we can tackle this week, especially because they're going to be doing a lot of misdirection, a lot of screens, a lot of, if we can tackle, it'd be a, I think we win this football game. And I think, I think Jack is going to be preaching that uh, not only a win of the week, but I think it will be a win, a, a, liter- a literally win, a win this week. If we can, ta- if we can tackle.
0: Okay. All right. Let's see. My last win of the week would be to make it out of the game without taking any other big injury hits. Mm -hmm. Um, Greg Greg Strowman is out Steven Sims on IR for at least three weeks and then you lost Chase Young a couple weeks ago you lost Matt Ioannidis I had a dream last night that I'm not going to say what happened but it was not a positive dream in in regard to Washington against the Rams so let's just say my win of the week would be my dream not coming true (laughs) (laughs) guys staying healthy especially the young guys, the skill position guys on offense because those are the ones that you really, really can't afford to lose right now because the offense already is struggling.
1: Yeah. I don't know why everybody's complaining about uh, Steve Sims. I'm really not. I'm not worried. This is a good opportunity for Isaiah Wright to kind of take over, in my opinion.
0: It is. And, and that was
1: my prediction. That was my bold prediction in the year. Isaiah that was Wright.
0: your bold prediction, thing. Solidifying
1: the number two receiver spot by the like end of the year. That was your bold
0: prediction. Yeah. So one thing about <laughs> Kyle Allen – you're talking about Isaiah Wright, so I'm going to go to the other rookie receiver. He he is not afraid to kind of just throw the ball up sometimes and mm-hmm. give guys a chance. He also is more likely to underthrow a deep ball. Like he does, I'm not going to say he has great accuracy throwing down the field, like deep balls, but he's more likely to underthrow than overthrow, which I've always said I would prefer because, one, you're giving your guy a chance still. Mm-hmm. Two, you have a chance at pass interference, mm-hmm. obviously the negative being – potential for interception but so i think that we may see antonio gandy golden maybe not this week but within the next few weeks or at least while kyle allen is is playing get some of those 50 50 balls down the field where he hasn't beat his man but he has a chance to jump up and go get it and that's what i'm waiting to see that's what i'm waiting to see yeah, Kyle Allen is definitely going to push the ball down the field. Again, if, it, if the weather is kind of bad would, with Aaron Donald out there, beat up offensive line, we might try to we might see more quick stuff, more screens, more just two, three step, step drop stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, they'll still call their shots, though. They're mm-hmm. still going to call their shots. You know, you can't be afraid all game. Mm-hmm. But against the Giants and then the Cowboys, those games, I'm very curious to see. Because those defenses are definitely not as daunting, so it'll be, I'll be, I'd be real excited to see someone who knows the offense go out there and execute it.
1: So we got, we got home, away, home, home.
0: Uh, let me check.
1: Because Thanksgiving is at Dallas, right?
0: Yes, it definitely is.
1: Yep. Is that so, that yeah, first then, game? Yep.
0: The first Cowboys game is Thanksgiving.
1: No, the first Cowboys game is in 3 weeks. That's in yes. yeah, November first. Right. So that you're something right. So, like that.
0: Okay, yeah. So it goes home away home home away. I think. Is that what you said?
1: No, home away home home. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. that's it. And this is a good opportunity, man. This is a good opportunity right here.
0: It definitely is. I think so,
1: uh get some fans back.
0: If uh if they win, then that means they just got to keep winning, try to get the division. And if they lose, then not like Sunday, but if they lo- these next four games, if they are losing, if they go one and three, at that point, that's when you probably just want to start losing the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. But if they're winning, if they go three and one, then that's when you want to keep winning the rest of the year, see what can happen.
1: I mean, you go one and three, then you got a good shot of at at getting Lawrence, because that means the Giants probably going to get well, at least two of win. those. You know, yeah, yeah, one. two of
0: those probably. Well, one or two, yeah. That's that's got to start thinking about that then it'll just kind of interesting though because if they if they go one and three and Alex and Alex Smith Kyle Allen isn't playing great and then you go to Alex Smith and you're like two and six then I guess I don't really see the point in that other than Alex just completing his comeback but
1: that's what I'm saying you don't I would like I said I would not be surprised if he does four 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 for Haskins and Smith and uh Allen I would not be surprised
0: and just doing do, do back it in and course, back and forth. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, why not? Shoot, I mean,
0: yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter this year too much. <laughs> but uh yeah, and I think also if he did end up actually going back to Dwayne, which, which I don't think will happen, but if he did, then there's your chance to say, okay, well, how does he respond to being benched? Yeah. He had more time to sit and watch. He has more time mm-hmm. to see system. How's he going to come play? If that happened, and if he came back out there, and if he played the same way. Then you should have your answer for real,
1: exactly. But
0: you know, we'll we'll see whether or not that happens. I, I personally don't think that it will, but who knows? Anything's possible. Anything is possible. I just saw something
1: experience. say the name change, meaning the alliance.
0: Yeah, someone someone uh, submitted that on the the website. The alliance. It's not the worst out of the box suggestion I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it's not the worst, but yeah. it'd be kind of weird. That
1: would be weird.
0: Okay, I don't have anything else to add to this conversation anymore. Do you?
1: No, I just think we can. I think this is a winnable game, and uh, <laughs> this a big week, I'm excited. This week, uh, it's like a new season for me. I mean, let's do <laughs> yeah. it. Start starting fresh. Still at the top of the division as far as wins concerned. So let's let's see what Kyle Allen has. Let's support him and let's, let's try to get this win at home. Got some fans in the crowd. Get some fans out there. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, if if they beat the Rams, then they would be expected to beat the Giants the following week. So oh, hands down. And that would be nice. And
1: if they beat the Giants, they would be expected. Might to be expected to beat the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Giants Cowboys game is going to be interesting on Sunday too. Cause again, the Giants, I mean, that Cowboys defense has been playing terribly. If that the Giants win. Yeah, if the Giants win, man. That's going to be
1: crazy.
0: That'd man. be spectacular for a couple of reasons. That'd be spectacular, one, for the Cowboys, two, for any potential Trevor Lawrence pursuits, and then just three for the Cowboys again.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This, this season is, is off, to. And then the, and Ty- the
1: They lost Tyron Smith. <laughs>
0: they lost Tyron Smith for the season, man. Jeez, dude, dude. we're going
1: to eat them when we play them, man. Oh,
0: my
1: goodness. <laughs> Eagles played the Steelers this week, too.
0: That's yeah. going to be tough. They yeah. still don't have any guys back really from injury. This NFC East is something else this year.
1: And the Cowboys still have to play the Ravens and the Cardinals and the Steelers too. So
0: That is true. And the 49ers.
1: And the 49ers, even though I don't think – yeah, You
0: don't think the 49ers are all that
1: – No, I don't. I, no I think – Well, I, I just think the quarterback position is hurting them right now. So hopefully yeah. they can get them when they got Jimmy back. Grok definitely.
0: Back. Definitely. Okay. All right. I think that's all we've got. So on the week five versus the Los Angeles Rams week one of Kyle Allen. See what he's got, man. Maybe he's, maybe he's gotten better. Maybe he's our, maybe he's our Tony Romo.
1: Hey, you never know. That's what I'm saying. You never know, man. You just never know. All I'll say is
0: I've watched almost all of his games to this point. And I mean, he came out week three, his first time playing that season and he was throwing the ball downfield more in that one game alone than <laughs> Dwayne has to this point this season.
1: Undrafted, too, man. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, with a point to prove. With a point to prove, man. I like those undrafted guys, man, like Isaiah yeah. Wright. I, yeah. I like cheering for him. you know, like a Definitely. Steven Sims
0: And Definitely. If he can just not fumble the ball almost every time he sacked and then just not have those ugly interceptions, I think I that's know. the difference. Because he's gonna get the ball down the field more. Also, okay. What last thing on Kyle Allen? They lost what their last seven games or whatever. But Kyle Allen actually led almost game tying drives against the Packers and against Washington. Also, say don't forget that Washington game. They got up fourteen to nothing on a Mm switch. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. remember that, but Mm -hmm. they did. And also, they shut Christian McCaffrey down. I'm, I'm, I'm probably watching that game next. But but against Washington and against Green Bay, he led them. To within the five yard line, both he games, did. and then both games just either missed a throw. He missed Christian yeah. McCaffrey because he threw off base because he felt pressure. He should have just stood there and delivered it. And against Washington, he just didn't see. I think maybe Curtis Samuel open on the other yeah. side of the end zone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. got them there. So, so is is twenty twenty the year where he gets you there and he completes the drive.
1: You see, what I'm saying. The you, you don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't. And and he seems like he's learned. You know, he said he need, he knows where he needed to work on, and he got to see where. Let's see. Let's say where Dwayne was failing, and I'm pretty sure he's in the meeting rooms. Like, man, all right, now I know. Okay, now I see what they're talking about. I yeah. gotta hit that. That's the play I need to hit. Yeah. I, and I could just vision. You know, he seems like a sharp guy. Tory Smith gave him an endorsement about, about him being prepared. You know, coming into the uh, place prepared, and even Ron talked about him. Yeah. As a four-string guy to be ready, and and he just answered, he's answered it, and I can see why Ron brought a guy like him over with him because he's he's prepared. He seems like he gets there on time, and I just think he's ready. I think he's ready. He he's ready for the opportunity. So why not give him a shot?
0: Yeah. Last thing I'm gonna say is if Dwayne can improve more, then that means Kyle Allen can improve more. That's exactly. is that simple. Exactly. Improvement doesn't mean becoming Tom uh, Aaron Rodgers, but if you can, if one guy can improve, another guy can improve too. And I and Kyle Allen's stat line, I think, probably looks similar to what Daniel Jones looks like in terms of good plays, touchdowns, and then also turnovers. So if Daniel Jones can improve, you would think, then, again, Kyle Allen can. So I, I'm just saying let's keep it fair across the board. Let's just keep yeah. it fair across the board. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will talk after week five against the Rams. It's going to be a very interesting game. At least at least we hope. Yeah. We expect it to be interesting. It could be a super yeah. boring game, but hopefully it's very could be.
1: interesting.
0: <laughs> <Could> be. <laughs> this is Todd here. And this is Teddy. All right, we'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you for listening. This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently